I have a very special guest from 2006, uh, season four of Australian Idol. Finished in the top five. In good company, he was. Jessica Mowboy, Damien Leith, and uh, Dean Goyer up there as well. Born in Darwin, he was. But he's got Maltese descent. We're going to probe him with a few questions. Ricky Musket. G'day, Brian. How you doing? Good. How's things? Very good. Very good. Thanks. Yeah. Did you tune in on the way in t- to did. the studio this I was morning? I tuned in and... Um was listening to all the the Aussie tracks and there were some good tracks there too. I was bopping away and hadn't heard of a couple of them for a while too. So, <laughs> Give us a little bit of a background because 2006 was a, a big season of Australian Idol. Finished in the top five. What is it like? Because our listeners are probably wondering, what is it like being on a, quite a phenomenal show? <laughs> what is that like? It's just it's it's just crazy. Like it, you cannot describe it, um, especially for a young guy just coming out of school in the workforce, being thrown in the deep end on live TV, um, um, performing in front of you know millions of people on TV. You just it just gets so surreal while you're there. You just you can't explain it. It was it was just a crazy experience, and a really good start um, to my career. It really helped set the stone and where I wanted to head off and, and do singing and stuff like that. So, so the application process is you, you go in and do your your rehearsals first, or your uh, so basically there's a few audition stages. Yeah, auditions. So you, you see a, um, one of the producers first, and then you go see another producer. And then you'll get through to the judges. So it's a bit of a, a process. Yeah. But mine was actually a little bit funny because I actually had one of my best mates come with me. Oh, no. And he couldn't... That can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. It was thing. good for me because yeah. it sort of relaxed me a little bit, but he couldn't sing at all, right? <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to audition. And I go, dude, don't. I said, you, you can't sing. He goes, yeah. no, he goes, I'm going to have a go. So anyway, he goes in there and um, he comes out with a ticket and he goes, they reckon I'm really good. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you cannot sing to save your life. So anyway, because he went through, I thought, geez, if they're going to let him through, they've got to let me through. Yeah. So it sort of gave me that confidence. Yeah. So we got through to the next stage and he got another ticket. And they said to him, they go, we think you can win. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> this guy seriously sounds like a drowned cat. He is terrible. He cannot sing whatsoever. <laughs> and he come back and he said, look, they, they really think I can win the show. And I was like, what are they doing? Mm. I think they're just, you know, feeding him this... No judges at that time? No, this was the producers trying oh, to get boy. the funny guys, I think, to oh, just right. make a bit of a... <laughs> so anyway, then I went through and I was just completely confident because I thought if they're going to let this guy through, they have to let me through. There's hope, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and then from then you do the live shows. Um, I mean, the, the live audition in front of the judges. Yeah. Um, What's it like? Is that a bit nerve-wracking, though? Oh, that was doing terrifying. That? Yeah. I, the I, first, obviously, the first one, yeah. knees would have been knocking. You would have been yeah. freaking out just a little bit yeah. or look, quite the, a bit. <laughs> the, the producer, when you get through the producer stage, you sort of get a bit of confidence because you can tell that they believe in you. Yeah. But the judges give you absolutely nothing. So you mm. walk in there, it's completely silent. And it's like, all right, show me what you got. Yeah. You know? And when you haven't had much experience, it's quite a daunting um you know, challenge to, to be able to sing at your best in front of these judges and then they don't give you much and but overall it was a fantastic because obviously over time you, you made that top five a bracket uh damien leith and uh, jessica mowboy and dean Geyer. yeah obviously those guys have obviously gone on jessica mowboy doing some great yeah. stuff what are they like behind the scenes oh great yeah fantastic we were like family you yeah know I mean? like we were all sharing this experience for the first time and we were really grateful for it. Um, yeah. So we, we really treasured 
um, being in that moment together. Yep. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Now uh, your start in the music uh, industry, you you played drums. I think was it with your dad? My dad was a drummer. Yeah. Yeah, dad was a drummer and a singer. Played at the local pub. Yeah, dad used to go down to the uh, Kialba Hotel. Oh my goodness, mate, that's my neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, would have been geez, twenty years ago. Yeah. Dad used to go around there every Sunday, and yeah. um, <clears throat> they had a guy there um, who used to play 60s 70s 80s and you know yeah do a bit of karaoke and stuff like that and then i would have been only 10 and um used to get up there every sunday and have a sing um and that's where it sort of all started for me um a pot palmer and a bit of karaoke yeah maybe a pot for the old man but not for me (laughs) (laughs) well that's great stuff because i I did read that somewhere that uh, local uh, pub playing 60s hits for the locals the people of st albans do love a bit of rock and roll i have to say especially my uh my folks uh, rock and roll they love the rock and roll (laughs) Uh, you know a bit of elvis presley love that stuff now we've got you have got a new track which we're going to have a chat about a little bit later on you're going to stick around and uh co-host with me for the next hour and um, one of the tracks probably that would have been churned out of the jukebox from the Kelba pub is a track from uh, Pseudo Echo. Bit of Funky Town. Cool. Did you grow up on Funky Town, Ricky? Um, I did, yeah. Funky Town was played around a bit. It's an 80s epic tune here. Yeah. Here's Pseudo Echo, Funky Town. Brian and special guest Ricky Musket live in studio.
bit of funky town here at Play Vic Week this week from the 1st to the 7th of August. That's what we're doing, guys. We are supporting local independent artists, especially those that are from Victoria or from Melbourne or have a, a connection uh, with Melbourne and... Uh, Definitely Pseudo Echo. I remember catching them in a live show. Uh, I think it was called the Mercury Lounge back at Crown Casino a few years ago. Let's not talk about how old we are. But uh, yeah, it was a great gig. But I've got uh, a local uh, independent artist in studio with me. Ricky Musket is here. Now, Ricky, you've been busy, obviously, after Idol passed and finished. What what were you working on in the meantime? Because you, do you do other uh, gigs or you were doing like, you know, functions and yeah. corporate well, events? Um, pretty much straight after Idol, I sort of just got into the live scene and started doing a lot of <clears throat> uh, gigs, just, you know, corporate gigs and, and duos. Um, I didn't really have any live experience on my belt before I went on the show. Um, so... I felt like it was really important for me to just get out there and just gig as much as I could. Um, so, and now I've been doing it for about ten years now. So yeah. I've, I've built up some good live experience, which is, you know, going to help me with my original stuff. So, has your sound changed at all? Did you work on your rehearsals yeah. and sort of change the direction of your yeah. musical? Look, I've been writing and recording for ten years, and the sounds probably changed maybe two or three times. Um, when when I first started writing, it was. Um, it was more whatever was out at the time. If it was pop, I'd be writing some pop stuff and then sort of dance came in um, and then I'd be writing dance stuff. So I was always trying to write what was ever in at the time. I was never writing or c- trying to create a sound that was me. Um, and then after you know a few different projects, projects, um, I think we, we found our sound, um, which is pretty much just a blend of old school funk and, and R&B pop yeah. sort of mixed together. Love that. Um, but yeah, it sort of took me a while to find that sound and, and find how you know it is I want to rep- represent myself as an artist. Because you did go obviously from the solo performance on Australian Idol yep. to Musket Band. Yeah. How have you adapted to performing with the other guys? What's it like performing yeah. with well, the other guys? Originally, it was it was a solo project. Yeah. Um, but I just felt with the sound that we created, it really needed some depth and we I put a band behind it um, and got the guys in together, you know, some good friends of mine that I've been gigging with over the years. Um, we started jamming um, and got along really, really well. Everyone really enjoys our, the, the music and the style and everyone has a, an input in, in, in how we're doing things as well. So, yeah. But yeah, we're gelling really, really well. Been doing some gigs for the last two, three years, and and now we're ready to release it and get out there into the world and and, and show our stuff. And speaking of releasing the track, because obviously, you know, even back in two thousand and six, the the evolution of uh, of social media and you know YouTube and Facebook yeah. and Twitter wasn't as uh, forceful no. as it is now. No way. And um, it's obviously a, a, a new model that you've taken. You got iTunes. You've got you know all these digital platforms. Yeah. What's it like for you using those platforms to get your music out there into oh, the public eye? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I remember 10 years ago, all we had was MySpace. <laughs> I and remember that too. I was like, MySpace first came out. I was like, what's this? And you were loading, you were dialing in on dial-up, right? Yeah, it was out of control. And, um, and you know, that was a good way to interact with the fans at the time. Whereas yeah. now, because we've got so many social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything that works. Yeah. Um, it's it's really good for an artist to keep in touch with their fans and um, and you know 
talk to them and, and get feedback or whatever and, and you know you've got itunes and all these other avenues to get your music out there as well so there's definitely um plenty of avenues these days to um to help you with your music yeah well um you have got a new track out uh which is called girlfriend yep. we're going to chat about that in a minute but i'm going to give it a spin very important guys it is uh play vic week supporting local uh independent artists from victoria or from melbourne or from melbourne's western suburbs if you're a westie like uh, ricky and i are <laughs> and uh this is uh, ricky musket's new track called girlfriend ricky did you want to introduce this track for sure, our listeners this morning hey guys this is uh my track called girlfriend and this is musket
brand new music. Amazing stuff, Ricky Musket. That is called Girlfriend. Oh, boy. That is an epic tune. Now, I can hear exactly Jamiroquai, a bit of Stevie Wonder, funk, disco, pop. Yep. Where did the idea come from for that? Um, I guess it just, it was just a lot of the stuff that I used to listen to as a kid and growing up. Um, I listened to a lot of Jamiroquai, I listened to a lot of Bee Gees, you know, Stevie Wonder, a lot of old school R&B. And when we were writing all this pop and dance stuff, <clears throat> um, we got to a point where I was like, I need to find what it is that I love. And it was all those elements of, of those songs. Um, so then we tried to, you know, just mix some sounds and put some things together. And we come up with this, with this sound that's you know pop but it's got that old school flavor with a bit of 70s yeah so and that's where my heart lies anything with a little bit of funk yeah i'm just i'm addicted to it as soon as i hear it i just i have to listen to it you know what i mean and and so i thought why not incorporate that in, in my music because it has got that uh, that element of disco in there you know yeah. that 70s uh, element yeah. style you know, to get up on the dance floor and yeah. i can see where you're going with the bg's theme yeah yeah as well is that the direction you kind of is that you think that genre you feel really comfortable performing uh, creating music in that genre or are you going to explore other I think elements there's definitely going to be that old school feeling to whatever i do because yeah. I'm, I'm an old soul i love anything old like i yeah. prefer the old you know 70s yeah I just love that era, the music. Um, so I'm always going to have that element um, of that old school feel in it. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, R&B or, or disco or whatever, but it's always going to have that old school feel to it. Because I don't know about you, but uh, when I grew up, uh, we did our long drives, you know, down Geelong Beach Coastway or to the, you know, the Maltese Festival down yeah, at Port Arlington. Port Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> but we With had, Germana. yeah, that's the one. And uh, Dad would always have his radio locked on, you know, yeah. some classic station, but they would be playing Bee Gees yeah. or they would be playing, you know, uh, you know, classic Marshall yeah. Hines, you know, like real classic disco stuff. Um, all that rock, you know, the element of rock, you yeah, know, yeah. like we said, Elvis <clears throat> and the Beatles and yeah. all that stuff. So I can see the elements in that now obviously this is a big track for you what are some goals that you've set where do you want to go ricky like what's in the pipeline you set well, some goals yeah well i mean we really like to we've got a second single that we're working on at the moment and the ep as well right how many so, tracks on that one? Oh, there should be about four or five tracks on the ep mm-hmm. um so at the moment we're working on that getting that really tight and really ready to go hopefully <clears throat> Um, the EP will come out early next year but then we really want to look into some tours um, you know getting around promoting it um, and just yeah just that the, the dream for me is just to tour and you know to just do what I love um, yeah. you know on a daily basis record gig you know have that creative freedom to just be able to to write and, and do what I love looking back what's been a, a career highlight for you Ricky so far um, you've got a long way to go can I just say yeah. you've got some talent ahead of you but <laughs> looking back what, what have you got oh what, definitely I think it was great um, getting signed I got signed to an independent record label called Cultivator Records yeah. um, out in Williamstown and that was a that was a, a good moment after, you know, 10 years of, of writing and recording to, to get that. But I think it was only, only the other week when I heard the song on the radio for the first time. <laughs> I thought that was, it was pretty special. Yeah. Because when you, you work so hard, I mean, this isn't an overnight thing. You know, I've been singing since I was a kid. Um, and I've always dreamt of having a song on the radio. So when it first comes on, yeah. 
you just can't explain it. It's, it's a lot just, of hard yakka, oh, a lot of hard work. I can only imagine. I'm not a muso. Yep. I'm not an artist, but I can only imagine how much hard work goes into uh, even just planning and then recording and yeah. then fine tuning the yeah. track to get it out there yeah. till and it's the, absolutely perfect. It's the practice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're constantly practicing year after year after year after year to you know work on your craft. So, um, but in the in the end, we you know we just we get there and put it out there and just see how it goes well Ricky you're going to stick around for a little while longer it's a great track congratulations on the other side of the break I've actually had a request come in they're celebrating uh, Play Vic Week as well and it is a a classic love song from the 70s I think it's 70s or early 80s and that is a request track for Play Vic Week that's coming up next with Brian and Ricky Musket this morning now I have a uh, request track this morning from a band who has a, a very nice affiliation with Melbourne, Victoria. It's Air Supply. Now, this is a classic love song, All Out of Love. Say that I was 
Air Supply, what a massive tune that was back in the day and all out of love. Celebrating Play Vic Week, Ricky Musket is uh, still with me here in studio. Now, Ricky, we've had a couple of uh, messages come in. Uh, We've got some listeners over and abroad. Andy tuning in in the UK. Uh, Leo in South Yarra. Uh, Byron is listening in from LA. Uh, Byron's a a big uh, supporter of uh, the radio uh, programs we have here in Melbourne. And uh, he's over in LA. We'll be catching up with him when I head over there in a few weeks' time. Uh, Scott is a journo and a celeb interviewer from London. And uh, he sent me in a tweet. You can catch me on Twitter at Brian underscore Peel is where I am over there. Hello, Scott. Thanks for tuning in, mate. And uh, Miles from Sudbury, Ontario, who's listening in. Petra, sitting on the couch with her German... This is a bit funny. (laughs) Petra, in Germany with her German shepherds. Crazy. (laughs) She enjoyed that track, uh, Girlfriend, as well. Thanks, Petra. Uh, You can check out musketband.com is where you can head. And uh, where else can they find that track, Ricky? Um, Well, the track is getting released on Friday. So you can buy it on iTunes uh, on Friday. There you go. um, Which is really exciting. (laughs) But anyone else that wants to keep in touch with us, we're on Facebook and Instagram, musket underscore music. That's musket, M-U-S-C-A-T. Muscat. Muscat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, give us a follow, check us out, and um, keep in touch. Well, uh, we've also had a message in from Brad Ellis. Now, I did play a bit of Brad Ellis a little bit earlier uh, the, from the Hunter Express. He's a local boy from uh, over this side of town, and we played that track home. Thanks for your message in, Brad, this morning. Celebrating Play Vic Week. Uh, about 15 minutes to go before I uh, call it quits for the morning, but um, I want to play you another track from another local independent uh, artist, a uh, group of artists uh, from the guys from The Hiding and their local Melbourne boys as well. And they've released a new track. Uh, it's called Karma My Life. It's a great track. A bit groovy, this one. I can just hear it driving up the Westgate Freeway. Here it is, Karma My Life, The Hiding. My rainbow ain't got no power to go Walk on the loudest field and all the bad luck But where wrong am I about to slide? Throwing salt over the back of my shirt She's turning heads as she's wearing that skirt As she walks by It's the start of my new
great is that track? That is O Mercy and Sandy. Now, O Mercy, I caught up with him uh, on the red carpet uh, at the ARIA Awards. Have you actually heard of O Mercy band, Ricky? I, I haven't, actually. He's a local guy, but um, he actually went on ARIA Awards last year when I caught up with him, but I also did an interview earlier on last year with him. And I said, love that track. You're going to do some amazing stuff. Yeah, it's a cool track. I liked it. He ended up going on to the Arias and winning the uh, Aria for Best Adult Contemporary wow. Album. And um, he's such a down-to-earth bloke. Good on him. If that video clip, too, is um, a bit scary, can I just say. It's about a woman in a coffin. People, There was like two people at her funeral, and then she sort of rises and gets up and dances. Oh I think it's gosh. really scary, but it's uh, very, very well filmed. Speaking of music videos, with your track, what's the plan with that one? Will you be working on a music video we've, for that we've one? We've got a music video already. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. There was a bit of a snippet I saw on social media last yeah. night. Yeah, so we, we, we just did a little bit of a snippet of the clip um, to do a bit of a teaser uh, video just to um, get it going for the release on Friday. So yeah. we're probably looking at releasing the, the clip in a couple of weeks to social media and, and YouTube. So all your channels, so it's musketband.com. Where else can they keep up with you, Ricky? Musket underscore music um, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And it's musket, M-U-S-C-A-T. And uh, we'll be uh, doing a couple of tweets after the show and also um, podcasting our interview today as well. And um, keep an eye out for that. I'll post out some links. Uh, about five minutes left to go. On the other side of the break... It would be sin if I did not play this next lady. That's coming up next. Brian Peel and a special guest here behind the mic with me this morning, uh, Ricky Musket as well. Now, we've come pretty much to the end of the show. It has been an epic show this morning. I have a, a massive list of tracks that I brought into the studio with me this morning, Ricky. Yeah. And um, I just ran out of time to play them all. But um, I will mention that uh, there was a couple of other uh, artists as well. Uh, Gypsy and the Cat, who are an amazing group from Melbourne. Uh, Benji Lewis, uh, Strange Talk, also uh, from Melbourne. Uh, Taxi Ride, who are also going to be doing um, some uh, comeback shows later on this year um, at the Palms Crown. Hunters and Collectors, uh, Nick Cave, Augie Mark, Meryl Brainbridge, and also The Living End. Uh, look, there's so many that come out of this state. And the message we're trying to, trying to convey this morning is that it is Play Vic Week, and it is very important to support support our local music industry, especially those from our hometown here in Victoria and in Melbourne. Um, very important. And uh, just watch them flourish. And it is great, especially here at 98.9 Northwest FM, where we give them the opportunity uh, to showcase uh, their music. And uh, like we've had our special guest this morning, Ricky, thanks for being a great guest. No worries. Thanks morning. for having me, Brian. Really appreciate it. No problem. Now, his uh, new track, Girlfriend, uh, keep a lookout for that one and uh, keep up with him uh, on social media as well. We'll keep the interview uh, podcast, that one, online. It is a great song, and uh, you will hear that more here on the show. Thanks for all your messages, your tweets. We've had a, a ton of tweets coming in from overseas uh, at Brian underscore Peel. Thank you so much. I will get back to all your messages um, after the show. Much appreciated. I'm going to leave you with one last track, and um, 
it would be sin if I did not play this lady because we did hear Tina Arena a little bit earlier on, uh, but I think the lady that trumps her most definitely, what do you think, Ricky Musket? Kylie yeah, Minogue, what's your take on Kylie? Love Kylie. Love Kylie. <laughs> All her tunes. She's got some disco tracks there too. I love her. She's Just hurry up and play it, Brian. Play, play the track. She's been around for ages. Love Kylie Minogue. We're going to finish up with Into the Blue from Kylie's latest album, Kiss Me Once. Have a great morning. Leaving you for Play Vic Week with the Queen of Pop. Good morning.